Welcome to Will You Accept This Podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Leslie. And we it's, made it. We made it to the finish line. Yes. Wow. Right? It was a... What um, a week. It was a... A whirlwind? Uh, yeah. Whirlwind of an ending. A whirlwind of a five-hour ending. Yeah. It was a lot of... A lot of... A lot of unnecessarily drawn out footage. It didn't look. It needed a lot of time. It didn't necessarily need five that hours. Much time. I think it could have been. Yeah, it could have been three hours last night, as per usual, and then an hour today. I think. Yeah, we didn't need it to be two tonight. Yeah, yeah, it felt a little much, but or an and, hour and a half. I don't know. Yeah, Whatever. there was there was some fat in there, but I mean, there's always. There's always a little extra. Yeah. So I guess we can take it back to the beginning of the finale. <laughs> yeah, let's breeze on through the first part of that episode. Yeah, so we which can is, stuff which is always matters. kind of the, the sl- to me, I think the slow part of the season. Like, yeah. Because I always forget that they have these final dates because... I do too. I, I'm like, oh yeah, she's going to meet his family and then he's going to choose. But I always forget that... Then they have a meet date. Meet the family, have a final date, then he chooses. Because I don't... I mean, they're final dates, but they don't feel like final dates because they're, they're always kind of blur. tense and they just sit there and kind of stare at each other almost like there's not a lot of conversation. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's a little dry. Um, I think that's why I always forget it. Speaking of a little dry, Ooh. we start out the episode. Did you like my transition? Yeah. <laughs> we start out the episode with Lauren's uh, visit to his family. Right. Which was... Pretty unremarkable. I, she talked more in the 15 minutes that she was on this little date, like family date, uh, than I feel like she did the whole season. Yeah. She was, she was really she was bringing a chatty. it. She was very chatty. This is her was, version of chatty. Anyway, it was a little weird. Is, We're like, who are you? Yeah. Who? Where'd who? you come from? <laughs> but she was, Lauren she who? was laying it on, laying it on real thick. Yeah. Um, and did you notice... I'm sure you did. Of course, she mentions like, oh, you know, I'm nervous, yada, yada, yada. But then she mentions, well, you know, I'm nervous because I've been engaged before and it didn't work out. And I'm like, you were neglecting to mention to his mom during this conversation that you've been engaged twice. Yes. Because, you know, it makes you look bad. Yeah. She she I don't think she mentioned that this whole season that she's been engaged two times. No, she, she just mentions in passing that she's been engaged, which is true. But. I mean, I think that being engaged twice is like being really true about it. Which is a lot by the age of 25. I mean, I know some people are like married with several kids by the age of 25. But the idea of being engaged twice by that, you know. And you're not like in Hollywood or something. Like you're just a normal person going about your daily life. You never managed to quite make it down to actually get married. That's a little weird to me. I can see... You got engaged, didn't work out. Then you got engaged again. Then you got married. You know, yeah, to have two two engagements that don't pan out. Just I don't know. I I I would like. I'm curious to know like how long those relationships were and like like just thinking uh, like from a timeline perspective Uh, how that works. I'm curious to know too because that would be one one of many topics that they could have covered instead of just being like I love that oh awesome yeah because I mean these are things they could have had conversations about like there were topics that came up where I'm like. Okay, so why aren't you talking about this? Like, you just drop something and just keep going on. Because that's a big thing to dig into. It could have been, were these short relationships and she got 
engaged too quickly and yeah, then there was, was a break like, between them and i like and she was, was 18 and this was really impulsive and it just didn't really count as yeah. an engagement is that why she's not mentioning one of them but or? if but of the two you would think one of them should at least be somewhat significant enough for her to talk about some sort of baggage like she didn't we really never talk even about really that. had that discussion that i feel like is kind of a bachelor standard of like oh but what went wrong and yeah you know, she, the only thing she really said about it is just that because of it it made her more cautious and it's like okay but what happens what's the dirt like why didn't you get married what was a guy like well it should have been significant enough to have bearing on potentially her approach to this season because i mean like we're saying she's 25 and even if these were relatively short engagements she i would presume had a break between the relationships just thinking from a timeline perspective like how does that even work out i just want to know literally and why, why did this her. ex not come up? I mean, he came up like minorly, but he minorly. Is that a word? That sounds weird. Um, sure. But <laughs> but I mean, you would think that would have been more more of a piece of discussion. And it definitely wasn't. So yeah. I feel like that's a that's a huge miss. Um, so we got a, a whole lot, lot of, of other things. But you know yeah. what? Ari didn't ask. He wasn't concerned. He doesn't care. He didn't care. Let's be real. He didn't care about a lot of things when it came to like applying the rules to how he approached Lauren throughout the season, because I mean, we we saw they didn't really seem to have great conversation or connection, but he didn't really seem to care about that. You know, I mean, the whole trajectory of this relationship, I was thinking about it tonight. It's just mind boggling because we went from not knowing who she was. I had no idea who she was. She was one of those girls who popped up and you're like, wait, where did this girl come from? Right. And then, so when she got that first one-on-one, which was pretty late in the season, it was only like, I don't know, four episodes ago. Uh, simpler times, like five weeks ago when we had no idea who she was. Right. Uh, so when she got her one-on-one, I was like, I don't know who this girl is. Like, I'm sure she's going to go home. Cause I just, I, well, I and no they weren't talking. Remember they weren't talking. Was that the date where, I mean, well, all of the dates that she had pretty much, she wasn't talking much, but that was that the one where he was like where trying was to make conversation like about cheese, cheese or something and she was just like staring at him? She didn't even him. respond to cheese. Yeah. She didn't even say, oh, wow. She just stood there. Yeah. While he was talking about cheese. But he kept her. So that was, yeah. I, that was crazy. That really was like the inverse of the earlier awkward date where the girl just talked to the other Lauren, I think. Yeah, Lauren S. I think it was. Yeah. So we learned he can handle the anxiety where you just don't talk. Well, and, and then he likes that in a lady. Just don't talk. Well, and he talks with his his brother and his sister in law. Um, like the main thing he mentions the to them about Lauren girl, was that the sister in law. Yeah, I think so. So I feel like they were making it sound like he had a sister. Did we see a sister on there? I didn't think so. I just remember the brother. I, the yeah, brother and the blonde. I don't think so. I just, yeah, I remember, I assume his sister-in-law. I don't think that was his sister. I, I don't know. remember Very his confusing. mom and dad and everything else was a blur. Um, but he talks with them. Um, and one of the main things he's talking to them about when it comes to Lauren is, you know, that he's had to spend all of this time trying to reassure her the whole season and is wondering if that's what he'd be committing to for the rest of his life if he commits he moves forward with her basically uh yeah um, and good luck with that <laughs> yeah which i thought was interesting i think to take a look back now and think about it because i mean a lot of the stuff that he was really concerned about that that were pervasive things throughout the season it's just it's just interesting to go back and like look at it and think about it because i do think that's something that throughout the season of these three episodes <laughs> well i mean but this it definitely was, was one of those seasons where the winner just came out of nowhere and you're like what what but <laughs> i think even i mean not just these three i mean back however many episodes it was when she had that first one-on-one date i think it's been consistent i mean as much as the, when they started talking more a little bit i guess 
guess that was just a few weeks ago. Yeah. But, but I mean, I think once they reached that point, it's been a consistent theme that she was just like, she was that girl who was always demanding the added layer of reassurance from him. Yeah. Like almost over like way too much. I don't know if um, you saw that Vulture did this thing. It was a recap of every sentence that she said on the show. It was riveting. <laughs> you guys are wow. looking for like bedtime reading material just to get you sleepy. Cause it was a lot of just like, wow, I like that. <laughs> Do we put it on the Twitter? Uh, I will put it on, we'll the, put Twitter. It on the Twitter. That's a good one. I got sidetracked, but, uh, you know, really generic stuff. And then the same kind of conversations about needing reassurance and being nervous. A yeah. lot of talking about being nervous. She's very nervous, you guys. But even reading through all of that, I still learn nothing about her. No. Um, whereas Becca comes to see the family and she's more engaging. Yeah. More dynamic. Shocker. Um, you know, she ta- she talks about being more anxious than usual, but I mean, she's not, you know, going on about nerves or needing that reassurance. Um, but well, it's funny because when Lauren was talking to his mom, uh, his mom was looking at her like she was like a wounded little bird or something <laughs> like that. And like, I think she just kind of felt sorry for her. Yeah. Which I guess Ari does too, but he's like turned on by that. Or it's weird. <laughs> so then Becca comes in and acts like a person with a personality and they're like, oh, okay. And more confident. Yeah. And, yeah. and they really seem it was weird they seem to really like her and that's the way i i think they kind of summarize it to ari but then they kept mentioning lauren yeah the entire time by virtue of the fact that she had the second date yeah you know like maybe if it had been reversed they would have done the same thing but then maybe not because maybe they would have seen that she was more timid and maybe they would yeah but i gotta tell you that was like very dutch (laughs) was it so it's like a it's like a it's like a cultural trait just to kind of be rude. <laughs> like they're just very um, like to say whatever you're thinking, you know, without really not a lot of filter. Uh-huh. So I think some of that was like was a little bit of that kind of thing. Difference. It was funny because um, I guess I seem to recall, I think most of the seasons they kind of approach it. You know, the, the parents tend to be like, oh, well, there's there's two people like they kind of do that with the first person, too. Yeah. And I think his family just kind of talked to Lauren and acted like there was no one else. Yeah. And so it just yeah, it was just weird to see them approach it so differently with Becca. I it mean, she kind of been that she set a different vibe. Maybe that made them less. Um, made them didn't didn't feel maybe like they could talk to her. Yeah. Well, and like to your point, like talking about Ari's mom, the way she she approached having the conversation with her, like maybe they felt like she was more fragile. And yeah, I don't know. But it was I don't know. It was a little bit weird to see. Like, I'd be curious to know. I, I should have done a running tally of like how many times they said the word Lauren, like it in the context awkward. of their date. It was very awkward. I felt very bad for her because you could see it like the first time it happened, she was kind of thrown off. But then it just kept happening and it really kind of wore her down. Yeah, I felt bad. Which is understandable. Yeah. Um, it's like, no, we get it, guys. It's an awkward situation. I get kind of bringing up, you know, asking, well, you're down at this point and there's still another person involved and how are you feeling? Like that kind of stuff. But they kept bringing it back to, well, when we, we met Lauren and yeah. Lauren and kept saying her name over and over again. Which makes it sound like they have some sort of emotional connection like or bond, preferring yeah. her. Yeah, which was weird. Um, and then... Um, Becca is 
pretty annoyed that Ari's dad says he'll be fine with either of them, basically. I know. Just the worst <laughs> phrasing possible. <laughs> like, he, like, again, common sense would say, you say. What he means you know, is I trust my son and yes. I support him either way. Yes. Or maybe that's not what he means. Maybe he meant exactly what he said. I don't know, but so many things uh, just a little off. Yeah. Just a little off. Um, yeah, so then it was like one of those things, though, during the show, they were kind of all over the place, which made it interesting to watch in some ways. But, like, reading back through my notes, like, we kind of go from, like, the dates where he's meeting or she's meeting his family and the final dates and all that, you know, the two girls. Um, and then we go back to like folks that are in the hot seat with Chris Harrison. It's like, it was awkward. It was, they were all over the place. And I mean, they've been hinting, I mean, they've basically been saying, Oh, you guys aren't going to believe what happens, which makes you realize, okay, so it's not just like a happy ending. Yeah. Uh, so something crappy happens, but like, they really were pushing that throughout the whole thing. It's like, let me watch it first and yeah. then we'll do this. Well, and it just, it annoyed me because I think there's, takes you out of it. There's a big divide, I think, between people who watch the show that there's the people who, you know, like to read the spoilers, the people who make God, it towards the end read the spoilers, and then the so people hard. who don't want to read them. I tried so hard to avoid them. And, and it then, was just like, if impossible. you're there, tw- I, if you're there tweeting, if you're through the tags, people will just be like, he chooses uh, Becca and then dumps her for Lauren. It's like, why are you doing this? Yeah, it was like, put a link to something that makes it clear. It's spoilers. Like, don't make it clear. I didn't want to know. I I, I knew um, for the last couple weeks that uh, he pro- that uh, it sounded like he was going change to his mind. change his mind yeah. and try to go for the other person. But I was able to avoid seeing like who it was. I mean, I, I, I figured that this was what happened. Yeah. But I was able to really avoid it until I was uh, doing the live tweeting last week. And then people kept putting it like people would put articles like spoiler articles where it was in the title. Like they would just put the spoilers in the tweets. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. That? And you're putting it on the tag so that people see it. Yeah, I knew I, I I felt like the whole him changing his mind piece they just kind of made very obvious. And yeah, they made was, it very yeah. clear. Um, and then I knew it had to be him doing this to Becca, ba- like solely. I think I mentioned this in our last episode, but solely based on Caroline because I knew that Caroline was good, was good friends with Becca. So when Caroline spoke up, I, I mean, was to like, all you know, signs it was obvious. We're pointing towards that, like things on social media things that people were saying like that's the vibe that i got and i also just thought if he's gonna do this which one would he do that to and this is what i thought would happen yeah but still i don't want to know i would love if this had taken me by surprise it would have i think it would have been much a much more interesting finale if we hadn't like it's been shoved down our throats for so long at this point that it's like finally we could finally hear this and you guys like let's get this this. out of the way let's you know crappy shit he did and let's move on but i was reading i was reading um stuff on the ratings and it was saying that you know overall ratings are down um even with them doing this i mean it it got a surge in ratings for the well definitely got the finale people talking about the show yeah but apparently it's still it's still down like even with like the uptick in numbers based on them like overhyping and all this stuff, down? it's still down. It's down from next season, like the numbers. Yeah. So it's just oh, it's interesting to see. I um, mean, I enjoyed them both about equally, to be honest. I didn't think next season was that great. I like next season. I think better. I just, I don't know. I, I, 
I mean, he wasn't my favorite, but I just feel like Ari is like, like I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they're different. I, but I feel like I was a little let down by both of them. So for me, it was like, well, there were some great women on each season. So that for me is what carried it on both. Um, Nick, Nick has more of a personality, I guess. Yes. I thought he was more interesting as a lead. I felt God, I hate him, (laughs) but I felt like Ari just, he was so indecisive. Um, and he wanted, he wanted to make everybody happy, but didn't want to make any decisions basically. Um, and he was just very, I don't know. He just didn't have, there wasn't anything there, you know? Well, we can talk about that a little more. I, guess, I know we can take in that. I know. I feel like we're, we're kind of breezing past the final dates. Well, I mean, there's not a ton to let's breeze past the final dates because not yeah. that much happened, but I will say, uh, once again, Lauren got the far, far superior date cause they go to Peru. And of course, like the first thing you think of is Machu Picchu. And so she got to go to Machu Picchu on a freaking private train. Right. Uh, and then they were like, chasing each other around like school kids and maybe want to vomit. All she wears is athleisure. I was like, I know that they were told, I'm sure to wear something casual for hiking okay, or something outdoorsy, but to meet his family. I know. It's like she had on like some Lululemon pants and like a slouchy sweater. Yeah. Step it up a notch. Like, you're meeting your future in-laws. Maybe yeah, like, make it, make a better effort. Yeah. I mean, she looks great in it, but you know, there's a time and a place. And it's not always the time and the place for athleisure. Anyway, um, far superior date. And they were just acting like, I don't know, like middle schoolers who were in love and like had to sneak off. Yeah, it was disgusting. It was very awkward. I think for all of the conversation where people are like, oh, the age difference between like Ari and Becca and whatever. Like, I felt like that that those scenes just felt like. She just felt young and like the dynamic between she them. She felt just... super young and he was acting super young, but it's like, dude, you look old. Yeah. So it's weird. He's young at heart, Laura. He's so young at heart. He may have salt and pepper hair, but he's, he's so young <laughs> in his heart. Um, yeah. So, I mean, from that perspective, I thought it was weird when things played out the way they originally played out that Becca didn't get a better. I felt like better treatment I mean, look, in the like, final dates. Okay, are they alpacas or are they llamas? I, they were calling them alpacas. Okay, they're alpacas. I, I just, I couldn't remember. I don't, then it was driving they, me crazy. And let's uh, be real, they look the same to me. What's the difference? They're basically the same. They're basically the same. Uh, I mean, that's a lot of they're fun. They're super cute. Go yeah. And hang out with them and pet them. And uh, was there anything more to her date aside from the alpacas? What else did they do? They, they kind of ran around in the rain? Yeah, they were in the rain. It's one of those things where it makes you wonder, do they have something else planned and it rained and they couldn't do it? I you know, don't sometimes know. you look at like she was going to get to go to Machu Picchu too. I would be so pissed if I flew down all that way and had to like camp out in a desert and poop in the sand like a cat and then <laughs> like didn't get to go to Machu Picchu and I know Peru is like, "Oh, we're more than Machu Picchu because they want to like discourage people from going there as much because it's affecting um the environment the environment Uh, yeah it's like kind of messing with the structure there because there's just too many tourists so they're trying to get people to like go to other stuff but if i go to peru we're gonna go to machu picchu yeah so sorry guys (laughs) i guess success on getting me to want to go to machu picchu and to meet the alpacas which apparently are just milling around everywhere yeah but comparison of the two because you know 
the premise of the show, like they go to these places and they basically only get to go out for very limited yeah. things. So to go to, Peru I mean, we have like, alpaca farms here. I can go meet alpacas here in New Jersey. Yeah, there's alpacas. Yeah. So I don't know. That was I did like when Laura was like, oh, you know, I've always read about this in my history book. And I'm like, no, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't read a history book. Um, yeah, so that was that for the dates, and then we have him waffling back, like, I don't know what to do. And then back on stage, they bring out Ben H and and Jason Mesmick, who they just keep having Jason Mesnick sitting next to like a tall snack, like Ben Higgins. I was like, The Bachelor has changed. So <laughs> he. It's like so different. The I mean, he the seems two. like a nice guy, despite his poor decision making on his season. Right. Like he does seem like a good guy, um, but not what I think of when I think of The Bachelor. Yeah, it just he, he also probably didn't have a lot of hot tub dates on his season. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen this, so I don't remember. But like, he definitely doesn't fall into that category of like the tall, strapping bachelor where they always have a no. filming without a it's shirt a very off different vibe like linger on his abs <laughs> and that kind of you know uh, different but, times man but i mean he's definitely gotten his his moment in the sun the past few they the trot few him days. out anytime somebody messes up like i think they do you want to be their go-to person when someone screws up i think i don't know if he's excited that ari is finally going to take some heat off of him or if he's like Good, good. More chance for me to get on the show. You know, like, I don't know. I don't know what's what's going on in his mind when all this stuff happens. Like, if he's just really excited to get back on TV. So funny. Uh, (laughs) But I think they called him in when Ben made the mistake of telling two women that he loved them. On that note, we kind of keep forgetting all of of, uh, that being an issue because all this other stuff is going on. He told them so many times and gave them so both so much reassurance. Yeah, it wasn't just like an occasional slip. It was very proactive. Like he was. I mean, on Ben's, he said it once, I think, to each of them. Right? Yeah, and he was sitting there agonizing over it, like, "Oh my god, I have to break up with somebody," and I already told her that I love her. And then you know, Lauren's gonna see that I said to JoJo that I love her, and all of this stuff that he's. Yeah, you know, in a quandary about. And um, meanwhile, Ari doesn't even really seem that focused on that. He's no. more just focused on his decision and what he's it, gonna do. It and was it's all like, about him. I mean, every, I think like, beginning that was to consistent. end, everything was about him. Yeah, it was disgusting. Yeah, I mean, I think. I, I mean, that's never where once you was see there really that reflection. Like, I think he kind of said something in passing, like, "Oh, this is definitely going to take either one by to- totally by surprise." But then he just kind of said that and just kept on going back to talking about himself. Yeah, I mean, I think that was one of the things I walked away with was that he's very like, he, like there's not a lot of layers there. Like, he's no, he's very much like it's very transparent that that's all he's concerned about. I mean, we know we already talked about the fact that you know he coming into this had absolutely zero interest in ever leaving his hometown because again, all about him. Like everybody's supposed to move to him. He, you know, his feelings are front and center. Everything's about him. I think his brain is really only functioning if it's thinking about him or what he's going to do or how something affects him. And any other time there's just like tumbleweeds up there. Yep. So I think not, not so great. Mm -mm. Uh, Although he does say 
in that um, first part of the finale that he's typically a decisive person, which I'm like, no, you're not. I know. I really laughed when he you're said not. that. I mean, this whole season, he's been pretty indecisive the whole time. And he just really doesn't strike me as somebody who's decisive about anything of consequence anyway. Yeah. I mean, I, I know, for instance... In the road to becoming the bachelor, he waffled back and forth on it for a long time. I mean, he just doesn't seem decisive in anything. No, I don't think he's decisive at all. So when he said that, I was like, you just keep thinking that. If that makes yeah. you feel good. But it's not true. <laughs> I did see that uh, he has his phone number up for his real estate site. So if you guys want to call Ari, <laughs> he's a REMAX agent in the beautiful town of Scottsdale, Arizona. Just give him a call. Tell him how you, you know. You're talking like, about just, some hot properties and just looking for a house. Yeah, I think totally. If we ever take a trip to Scottsdale, we should be like, set up oh, some, we're, set up some, or, you know, set up a viewing. Like we're just yeah. looking for a new family property. Just was hoping An you could show property. us around. Show us some investment properties. You know, we have some downtime when we're not podcasting, yeah. and we thought we might need a you know investment property in I'm Scottsdale. To open up a Verbo or Airbnb. Or <laughs> <laughs> we're looking up for some you know hot commodity, like something yeah. that's in you know good neighborhood. I hear it's like a poppin' tourist destination. Like, <laughs> I'm sure he'd love to show us some property. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so fast yep. forward to um. I, well, I like I like that um. He's talking about how there's just one thing he has to do before he can get down on one knee, and they they like Neil Lane. Uh, no, Ari said. Oh, okay. And no, then I they he like meant his visit to Neil Lane. Oh no! Then they like pan the audience and and. I love that they showed Nick and he just looked so incredibly bored. It was, it was great. I feel like oh, Nick was there. Yeah. He, they showed him, he and Dean and was it Jared? There was a third. There was a really, I'm sure it was Jared. Jared will turn up for any about. I forgot to tell you this and now I'm sure it's disappeared, but um, Nick had an amazing Instagram story. Oh, I heard about it, but then I didn't go see it. What was it? Like they were like, they were doing reenactments of different scenes throughout the, the season. Yeah. And so like the one where Ari was wearing those crazy like socks with him and Lauren. Yeah. yeah they, they reenacted that. And one of them was Lauren with a wig and came like yeah. bopping out. Um, they had one of them, I think being crystal. I like it was it was really well done, and they. I had spent wonder if they like some time on their profile where it's still there. I don't know. Check. You should look. Um, I'll, I'll have to look and see. It was it was really funny. I saw someone post about it, and I thought I was worried that I had already missed the point where it might have disappeared. But thank goodness it was there. Yeah, I watched it. You know, this morning getting ready at like five thirty, as you do. Um, <laughs> well, let's talk about the proposal and what happened before the proposal uh we see them getting ready and and lauren gets dressed up in this very tassely dress a lot of tassels um and she gets out of the limo first and we see that she's the one who's gonna get dumped and can we talk for a hot second about this weird setup the the like weird pad like the things that they're walking on the giant rugs that were just really ugly and yes. then the huge ceramic vases on their sides that were just scattered around yeah it was while alpacas were in the background it was the weirdest setup i mean the scenery was beautiful and then behind that there was this really lovely house and all of this stuff but but the way that they styled it was so weird i didn't think it needed all that styling no, because there was enough out there with, a, with yeah. the scenery and the alpacas like it's all good you don't need the the ceramic pots and 
less is so weird is more guys less is more less guys. is more yeah um yeah so then we see yeah lauren shows up with her outfit i always feel like it's interesting when they wear white for this i know i don't know to it's me like it just feels, you're doing. It just feels a little weird. weird yeah i don't like it uh he let her talk for the longest time before he i thought he her. was gonna stop her and he no. just let her go which seeing again how things have played out I, all of this just and feels she didn't so seem rude. to hold that against him either i would be pissed yeah that's very embarrassing to be sitting there thinking like he's gonna propose to me and you're sitting there saying all this romantic stuff and about the confidence that you have and uh how i think she was saying something about like how he always made her feel secure even when she was insecure and like you know just going on and on yeah he's just letting it happen and we know that he's gonna dump her i mean when you consider there's been so many seasons where they haven't even let the person get to this and and this is why i wasn't i wasn't expecting him to do all of this because he's been like you know pulling he pulled kendall aside and like sent her home i thought he would go to her room and break up with her i i to me all the way that this plays out at the end made me feel like he didn't care about these people enough as people because he stopped doing that. It's like became more about like, oh, how's this going to look on the TV or like well, just let it go. We can talk about it more in a minute where it becomes even more applicable. But yeah. I feel like his inclination may have been to go to a room and to do that. But production was like, no, you need to do this. And he was like, oh, OK. Yeah, I don't think you know he I, mean? I don't think he pushed back enough on some of that no. stuff. Yeah, um, because I mean, at the end of the day. When he decided, you know, when they had the the group date and like he decided, oh, like everybody's just going to stay on the group date instead the winner instead of just the winners going to the rose ceremony, like or skipping rose ceremonies or not rose ceremonies, cocktail parties, whatever. Like he did, he did some stuff like that in the beginning, and then I feel like he just stopped. But it was probably when they didn't really it. care enough to say, no, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. So I don't know. I think, but I think it's one of those things where I feel like Ben or like Nick. I feel like they would have pushed back on some of that stuff and done well, a little but bit look, more. The, I mean, the producers, when it comes to canceling a cocktail party, they know that's going to rile up the women. Yeah. And when it comes to inviting the other women on a date, I mean, look what happened with that. Like, they know that these are things that he's doing that might be against their conventions, but will make for good TV. Yeah. Whereas doing the right thing and breaking up with Lauren in person, you know, without having her go through all of that, wouldn't have been as entertaining, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It would have been the right thing to do. I know. Cause it just, it, a lot of this stuff, we might've gotten a lot of information out of it in some ways, but it was super uncomfortable. I don't want to see that. Yeah. You know, I don't want to see him making her go through all of that for him to just say, no, thank you. I mean, I think that they feel like they have this great setup where it's like two women go to get in a limo and you have to see the bottom, like whose shoes or the bottom of whose dress yeah. steps out of the limo. And then, you know, that person loses because the per- the first person that you see is always the one that doesn't get proposed to. But like, it's going to be a surprise either way, whether it's her getting out of the limo or him going to her hotel room and you see, her opening yeah. the door, you know, a surprise or, is a surprise. Or have her get out of the like the limo to show up and then him meet her and be like, hey, let's let's talk or, you know, or pull her aside or something. Yeah. But like letting her come to that point where they're like together in the spot where it's like set up like it's going to be an engagement it's and letting her go through up. those hoops. It's just not it's not right. And it doesn't add anything to the element of surprise, really. No, it just makes it we know more uncomfortable. Because we know the first person is the one who's going home. Like, they have never changed that. So what's the value of going through that, that lengthy conversation just to have, like, 
I don't I don't get pleasure I think in that just to make us like uncomfortable by watching her because we get to see them approaching this like I'm about to get engaged you know like they they think that we want to see that whereas I think they think that we want to see that and they think that we want to see them going through all of this like walking down that really long thing and talking yeah. to Chris Harrison they think that we want to see them do all of this knowing that we know but they don't know yeah but what, what we really want as the audience pretty much is just a, the, the surprise of, of figuring out of, of who it is and then like really I feel like most of the time this the, the beginning part is not the interesting part it's no. more like let's see what's yeah, happened after, after. yeah so I mean I think they spent all of this time dragging this out and we really don't care about all of it you know yeah. we do we don't you know they could they could condense it so so he, anyway you know eventually after she talks for five minutes says that he's sorry but you know, he has some reservations and he just doesn't feel like it's right or I don't know, whatever. He dumps her. Um, and she, of course, feels blindsided because he, by the way, missed opportunity to, to put the Carly's blindsided song. song. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah available on SoundCloud. He basically says he can't go through with it. There's nothing he can explain other than to say that he gave it all he had to see if it would work. She doesn't even know what to say. Again, um, that's a shocker. <laughs> she doesn't confused. know what to say. She wishes him the best, and that was kind of it. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was very, I thought anticlimactic for how much he seemed to be obsessed about her through this season. Yeah. He just kind of was like, "Nah, not doing it for me." And I, I really felt like he walked away from her and Becca meeting his family and saying, "I feel like my family." connects better with Becca and so I feel like that means that she's the right like logical decision for me and so I'm going to go with that route even though I don't feel well, that way it's funny because on Becca's date I think after she left and he was talking to his mom and at first she started to say who she preferred and then she stopped herself yeah which is funny but then later on they all said that they thought that he he would do better with Becca um because she was more confident and that she would give him kind of a kick in the ass. And, you yeah. know, I guess that they also that she was different than the women that he had dated in the past and the women that he dated in the past were more like Lauren and it didn't work out with those women. So yeah. why are you going to keep falling into the same trap For the of, same person. of going the type in, of in person. the same patterns? Yeah. Um, so I think he listened to his family. Here's my question. Because that was my my initial impression was, well, he chose Becca because he thought it was a rational decision. But in the end, his, you know, like his just heart was wanting Lauren, even though it wasn't logical. Mm -hmm. But then what if it's just that he's so indecisive that if he had picked Lauren, then he might have been thinking about Becca? Probably. He seems I feel like he's so that wishy kind of guy. Washy. I mean, we saw he walks he walks Lauren out after he's chosen he's not chosen her and says he's sorry to put her through this. She says she still loves him and he says he loves her I know. again. Right before he goes to propose to somebody. So and crazy. In that same conversation, he said he did not know until that morning who he was going yeah. to choose. Like so if first you do of all, not know 
until the last like you don't propose you don't propose and she even said that and the limo was like that is the first wise thing that has come out of her mouth if you don't know until three hours before proposing to somebody if you want them or somebody else don't do it yeah i mean it's crazy that's a crazy thing to do all of this is crazy Um, I mean, it was just really weird because that means he's here. He is saying yet again, he loves her probably like how long before he then proposes to Becca? Like not that long. Let's say everything went well and he stayed with Becca and he didn't go back to Lauren. Let's say all of that went well. She's going to watch this back thinking, oh, this is the day I got proposed to. This is the day I got engaged. This is like start of my marriage and all of this stuff yeah she's gonna look back on this and see him tell another woman that he still loves her and say i didn't know if i was gonna propose to her until three hours ago yeah like that's something that forever if they had gotten married would always be in the in the back of her mind that he said it's like he doesn't there's certain things he doesn't understand that he just should keep to himself like i understand wanting to like explain things to people like how, he's but 36 years like, old and he doesn't get this that's like, just common sense the lack of emotional intelligence as uh taylor, taylor. would say <laughs> is staggering yeah like honestly crazy so it's crazy bonkers um but i did feel like it was i mean obviously we knew already that there was a bad omen but like the whole thing um they, you know, he has his his moment then with Becca, and he proposes, and and then says all like the things. every day, something yeah, he about, says something like he like, chooses her every, every day. day. He chooses her, um, and then I, I don't know, they're twirling around, and he says, "Okay, let's go make babies," and all of the stuff. Like, yeah, it was crazy. And then the rose she dropped broke. the rose. That's what I was gonna say. Here's what I wish they had done. They're doing all of this. The rose drops and then it's like, you know, like, and then dramatic music starts playing and there's like a freeze frame. And then they go into the after the final rose stuff, you know? Yeah. Instead, they just kind of showed it. They laughed it off and that was kind of it. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I know where this is going. And this is awkward that just happened. (laughs) Yeah. So awkward. Um, Was glad that they didn't decide to make a baby then. Oh because um well she gave him that <laughs> she gave him the scrapbook and uh, that was so nice that she did that there was a lot of photos of them I'm like how do you have this many photos you haven't been with this guy very long i know um made him a scrapbook and there was earlier in the episode um lauren they showed her drinking champagne and writing in a journal mm-hmm. but she never gave him anything so we don't know what she was writing huh i i saw good an article that was saying, I refuse to believe that she has the kind of inner life that is required to actually journal about anything. <laughs> what's going on up there? I mean, she maybe, was just writing down her itinerary for the rest of the, uh, the which trip. We will talk about later about her itineraries, <laughs> <laughs> how she plans her days. Um, yeah. So then oh, wait, wait, wait. we actually skipped over that. Let's talk about that. Now, when she was talking with him about what the future looked like, Mm-hmm. when Lauren was talking about that with Ari was excruciating. It just, she was like, mom, we would get up in the morning and we would have coffee and we would go to work and we would come back and take the dogs out for a walk. And then we make dinner, maybe have a glass of wine and then we'd go to sleep and we would do that every day. And then maybe on the weekends, we would take the dogs to the park. 
did I fall asleep during this? Laura, did you miss this? It I was, did. It, like, usually when it's, like, talking about what would our life look like together, it's like, it's like I'm to Scottsdale, get to know your friends, and, like, yeah. we'll do this, we'll do that, like, we'll start a family, like, all this kind of stuff, and she's just skipping right, but, you know, that's probably what he wants. As we learned earlier, he just wants to go to bed by 8 p.m., so this is probably... I mean, can't fault him. Love me some sleep, but... I mean, I get it, Luke. That is what my day looks like, but if somebody <laughs> wants to know what's my future like with you, You're I'm not, not going to give them just the play focus by play. on, yeah. like, the daily rundown of my boring-ass routine. Yeah, I think I, I think I slept through that. Mine would be wake up, scramble to work... Like, wash my bangs because I don't have time to take a shower. <laughs> Get back home, put a frozen meal, like, clean the litter box. <laughs> You're forgetting the baby. Uh, did I have a baby at this point in my run? I don't know. Whatever. This is my, like, lifetime oh. routine anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fine. I'll hang out with my baby. <laughs> fine. <laughs> fine, I guess. I'll squeeze him in there. Well, that's that's special. I'm I'm sad I missed that. But yeah, I think I enjoyed that five minute nap. I must it have taken at that point. I also did notice that she she said, I love that at Machu Picchu. Yeah. <laughs> like you are picking up Ari's mannerisms. They have become already. One. They have become one person. Yeah. Yes. Uh, anyway, so I guess let's let's skip on towards the meat of this, which is what we should be talking about. <sighs> so then. They start talking about how things have been post-engagement. And he says, oh, it's been good. You know, sh- she's been nurturing and beautiful. He always talks about how beautiful she is. Or the, all the confident. ladies, you she's know. so confident. He's very focused on the physical things. I know. And That's always not, the first thing yeah. he starts talking um, about. After Peru, they talked about her moving to Arizona. And then we start hearing him talk about, you know, sometimes when he's doing these getaways with Becca, meaning they have these, um, I think they call them happy couple weekends is yeah, what they, they would call. meet up and they had the little videos that yeah. they had taken of them making pizzas and, and stuff it's like, like the that. secluded weekends where they allow them they have to, to stay hang, indoors but they yeah, hang out hang out and spend time together um and he's talking about how sometimes when he's doing these getaways with becca he's thinking about lauren um yeah and, and then they have conversations about how you know becca was not like understood that there were some struggles there and i think there's there's some degree of like that's that's a nice thing because I feel like it's reality that they come out of these shows and it's all very it happens very quickly and they make and they a try decision. to get you to be serious with a few people yeah. and then it's like oh forget those people now you're yeah. engaged you know it's, yeah it's crazy so it makes sense that there would need to be a little bit of time for him to process and and like it's it's nice that she's being so understanding about it but he's taking it into a whole different he really took space. advantage of that yeah and. The way that he did all of this top to bottom was so shady. I, you know, and, and in the case of Jason Mesnick, for instance, I do think that sometimes you have to follow your heart. And like, if your heart is telling you like, oh, I fucked up. Yeah. You know, it doesn't make it okay what you did. But, you know, it's better to deal with that than to go through life, you know, committed to somebody that you're not really committed to. Um but the way that he went about it was just was weird. just wrong. All like of it. He, All of it was he wrong. He said he just wanted to reach out to her, I guess, to close the loop almost. And he's instead he's like it, picking up the conversation. Yeah, he's making it sound like to Becca, like, I need to call her so that I can just move on. 
have some closure and move on and then we can focus on ourselves and instead what he really was doing was feeling it out like uh i still think about you do you still think about me and if i left becca would you get with me yeah i mean that's clearly what he was doing yeah and i think if she had said no he would have stayed with becca yeah i think so because the bottom line is he i think regardless of who he like chose or whatever his goal was to come out of this engaged like he wants to he wants a relationship with someone right does he you know, I, I believed him for a long time, and now I don't know. I think I think his brother getting engaged and, and starting family or whatever, like, I think that made him think, oh, shit, I got to get started on this. Yeah. But I think inside he still just wants to keep sleeping around with sorority girls. Well, I think I think he very clearly, it's it's the Ari show, right? Like, he yeah, wants to... Yeah, it's all Ari all the time. I mean, he's focused on his racing career in quotations you know he wants to be able to trot off to go to this and that whenever he needs to go and do whatever he wants to and you know meanwhile whoever you know seems like it's going to be lauren um but whoever it is is just going to have given up her where her friends and family and move to scottsdale yeah which is just just not okay during uh whenever race car season is (laughs) I did enjoy, um, I know we talked about this earlier in the season, and I guess we've kind of come uh, full circle now, but um, back on, what day was it? Back on January 1st, our good friend Jeff with 1F Home tweeted, doesn't matter who gets out of the limo, I'll give 5K to the charity of Chris Harrison's choice if Ari lasts one year with anyone. Then he retweeted himself, uh, at this point, 21 hours ago, and just said, was I right or was I right? So what's the charity? I don't know what's the charity. Well, people... Uh, He's probably going to designate his like, water charity or his bottled water charity. I would need some time to dig into this because there's 96 comments. But um, what I particularly loved was he retweeted... Um, I don't know this account. You may know this account. I guess there's 9.8 million followers. So you might know the Who account. Who is it? It's an, it's an account called Girl Posts. No, I don't know. I've never heard of it. it. It just says, I'm not a Victoria's Secret model, but it's such a secret, not even Victoria knows. I don't know what that means. Okay. But um, they tweeted a gif of um, someone being crowned like Miss Universe and then turned around and grabs the crown and puts it on someone else. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and uh, you know, Jeff Holm retweeted that. I think that's kind of appropriate because it's kind of like, you're the winner. Oh, just kidding. Oh, no, 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 no. You're the winner. The crown goes to you. I mean, Jeff can say what he wants. They're like two sides of the same coin. They're the same person except for Ari is an idiot and Jeff is more calculating. You know, like they're inside, like the way that they treat people is the same. They one's just better at hiding it. Yeah. So he can say what he wants, but I don't think any better of him. I just thought it was Ari is a jerk. I mean, I I really just like the Jeff is the bottom line of that story. but. But I did want to talk about Jeff because I know he is enjoying this right now. Oh, I feel like I'll, I'll have to keep an eye on his Twitter handle. I feel like he's going to continue to share some stuff. I could see him. I mean, I think we talked. Did we talk about this? About about um, the Bitten Courtney's book about Jeff? I don't know if I remember that. He sees her at a wedding, like some kind of bachelor. Like so when he's a bachelor, gets married or, or something where a lot of bachelor people were. And he says to her, oh, you just need to come on one of my... Um, 
you know, one of my charity trips and everybody will think you're great. Like all you have to do is do some charity and everybody thinks you're amazing. And then he was trying to hook up with everybody, even though he came there with somebody and he's, he's a skis bag. Yeah. So when I heard the rumors about him and Ari hooking up with like 18 year olds from, you know, Arizona state, like sorority girls. And it surprised like, probably me. True. Probably true. I believe it. Um, yeah. I mean, what else do we have? I mean, uh, we have him going and dumping her on camera. Oh, yeah. We got to get in that. That was the first time in reality TV history that we've had a side by side shot of unedited footage. Yeah. They <laughs> I were mean, it was re- riveting. It was the first time that I watched the TV instead of watching and tweeting and like, you know, yeah. I, I, my sole focus was on the TV. Because I kept, th- well, I kept thinking a lot of it was just really like weighted pauses where you're just like, wait, where is this going? And I kept thinking he's just going to leave. Oh, no. He was so slow. I mean, she is telling you to go and she clearly means it. Well, and and he won't go. Oh, my God. When she walks in and doesn't realize. Oh, yeah. She thinks that she's just there to film like a kind of an update on their relationship. And meanwhile, production and Ari and everybody there knows that she's there to get dumped on TV, which I mean, why would it occur to her? Because that's not something that has really happened. Yeah. So when they're talking about something that's new in Bachelor history, it's like, yeah, you guys managed to get this douchebag to dump somebody on TV for you. Yeah. I mean, I think less of him for a wide variety of reasons, but probably chiefly the fact that he went along with this. Well, and I felt like, I don't know. I mean, he could have put his they, foot down. I don't believe yeah, that. He no, I think he could have too. Um, and I felt like a lot of the conversation um, in tonight's finale, they were talking about, oh, you know, and even I think Becca was mentioning, oh, I signed on to have my relationship you I know, broadcast. She, I mean, I think she was like going along with it. I think she doesn't it, want to burn the bridge. I think it, but well, I know yeah, in I that moment, like, she must have hated them. Well, and it's just, to me, it just felt too far it's mean. because if she's expecting this to be like her lovely weekend getaway with the guy that she's engaged to, it just felt like an inappropriate and then not venue only is he dumping to then you, turn he's it into dumping that. You and everybody's going to see it. Cause I think there's an expectation you're on the show, you go up through the final rows and then and, you're together and then you're together. And then there's the reunion on like, you know, the thing uh, the but after the, the final rows is, is usually like, Oh, we broke up or, oh, we're still together and we're happy. Yeah. To be but like when they say, public. oh, we broke up, like we don't get to see that usually. So, well, there have definitely been some dramatic after the final rose where they broke up in between the proposal and after the final rose. Right. But like, but I've it's never more of a point of conversation versus us seeing it happen and the person finding out as we're finding out. Right. Yeah. It was just, I, I don't, I, I don't mean, think if we they need break that. up between that. I, I I mean, some of them have been kind of in the middle of breaking up or whatever. Yeah. You know, like they they know that it's not working out. But then on after the final rows, they're kind of like, yeah, this is messed up. Yeah. Um, But I I, they had a lot of opportunity. He had a lot of opportunity. If you realize this is what was going on in his mind to handle that off camera. Yeah. I didn't think I didn't think we needed to be in the room for that. It felt like I mean, will I watch it? Will I live for the drama? Yes. But it was it was messed up. Like I felt really bad. I felt very uncomfortable that I was being privy to those you know, details. Yeah. I just didn't feel like I was supposed to be there. Because you see him start to talk and he starts talking about Lauren and all that stuff. And she's like, oh, wait, are you dumping me to do this? Like you could tell she did not 
understand what was going on. She did not see that coming. But she was just like, we're here to hang out. And he tried to, he kept trying to make it sound, to make excuses for himself, but also to make it sound like he had been honest with her. And it's like, no, you haven't. You've been calling and having these conversations under the guise of like trying to close the door on this and move on with you. Whereas you're trying to close the door on Becca and move back, back to somebody else. Like he was totally dishonest. I mean, and he, the way he said it too, it just seemed like the way he was phrasing it almost was like, well, I tried it with you and I'm not really sold. So I want to go try it with her. It wasn't, it wasn't like I made a mistake. I should have like, I think it'd be one thing if he said, you know what? Like I kind of was worried that, you know, she wasn't confident enough, but I felt like, you and know, even to say, like, like something I that had expl- some reservations yeah. because she needed a lot of reassurance and I just had doubts about that. And then my family seemed so confident in you and I allowed that to sway, sway my decision. Yeah. And even though I care about you, like, I just still feel this connection with her. Like, I think if he had said that, it still would have been messed up. But like, it the way more that honest. he explained yeah. it was really trying to put it back on her. Kind of. I mean, not not explicitly, but but kind of. Yeah. It just, it he didn't wasn't explaining land. himself. No. Well. no, not at all. And then he kind of would just look blankly like, that's it, you know? Yeah. And then he wouldn't go away. It was so awkward. And she kept saying, okay, I think you should leave. And he kept being like, you could tell he was just waiting around for a hug. I mean, he left and then came back. Like, why does he always need that hug? He always needs that hug. There are a lot of guys who will do something horrible and then they feel bad about it, but they don't want to admit that they feel bad about it because then that would be admitting that they were mean. Yeah. And so they want you to make them feel better about their actions. You know, like he was like, waiting that's not her around. job, bro. But that's what he was waiting around yeah. was for her to make him feel better about what he did. It's like you just dumped her and not just dumped her, but humiliated her in front of a whole country. And you want her to make you feel better about that. No, thanks. Did here's no, thanks. what I want to know. Did they pay him extra to do this? I'm really curious. I need to know the behind the scenes of why he agreed to do this because it was so fucked up. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'd be curious to know the terms of his contract and, you know, if there's anything stipulating, like if you go beyond this and and, and do X, Y, Z, that there are extra, you know. I mean, extra I know incentive. he talked about like a five million dollar thing for like violating. But I'm sorry, Caitlin Snapchatted the winner on her season. I don't believe that he couldn't have at least given Becca a heads up or had some kind of conversation off camera. Yeah. So I don't know. I'd be really curious to know. Maybe, just maybe, it'll be um, something referenced in the new in the new book. I just got Amy Kaufman's book. Yeah. I'm I'm really uh, she curious. Needs like a, she needs to to do a second edition with the postscript or something on on this stuff. Yeah, I need more. Get I'm, digging, I'm, Amy. I'm real curious. We'll hopefully have some fun tidbits to share from that on the next podcast episode. I'm really curious. It. I'm sure it's got it's got to have some good 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 intel in there so i'm looking forward to yeah. checking that out um i i did i, I <laughs> okay look the bachelor knows that it's going to make for great tv to do all of this and that we want to see it and that you know we want the drama right but then they're trying to convince us that it was good that they did this and and, and i think that I they so. kind of coached some of the other women who were on the tell all or not tell all on the after the final rose to try to spin this like it was a good thing. And even Becca was kind of doing that. And I understand like 
from her perspective that being able to watch it back might make her understand a little better that she did nothing wrong. Right. Um, but then that doesn't take away the, the pain of like finding out like that in front of a bunch of people that your fiance is dumping you. Yeah. I, I don't know. And I thought it was a little strange how they kept trying to spin it. Like they were doing her a favor by doing this. It's like, no, you weren't. You were doing it for the ratings. No, so let's be fair. No, I don't think anybody bought that. I mean, that. we're not dum-dums. No. Um, yeah, he basically said to her the words. I'm just reading my notes. He said, the longer that he spends with her, the less Ugh. likely he can reconcile with Lauren. And she's like, yeah, that's the idea. The longer we spend, the less you think about your ex. Like, yeah, that's the, the more solid our relationship becomes. I mean, that that really revealed a lot about his character and also about his mindset during this whole thing. Yeah, because like to me, I, I heard that and I'm like, he just wants to fast forward past you and forget you like he like. Well, you know, he said that later in the night that he was a million percent past her. Yeah. Oh, okay. has. All right. I don't want to skip ahead too much, but let's let's talk a little more about tonight. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The two hour continuation of last night's finale. Uh, and they brought in some of the girls like Becca, Becca M and Kendall and um, Caroline and Caroline. Tia. <laughs> Caroline who I guess is this upset because she's friends with Becca which I get but I also just didn't really need her on my screen I feel like she's she's gotta be on paradise at this point for sure yeah I mean I did like Ari's shady tag about paradise auditions or whatever I mean I totally felt like that when I was watching her yeah but um the rest I was pretty happy to see yeah, um, Kendall and Tia and CN looked amazing. She did look amazing. She beautiful. They all look great, except for Becca's earrings, which I just wanted to like slap off her ears. And I, I'm they not. They look a, like a curtain tie. I'm just not a, and house. I'm not a big fan of the very prominent bras under the sheer shirts. Yeah, that's just not but my style. I but dealt with that if the earrings weren't there. Yeah, hate them. It's her thing, clearly. Like this is like. You know, many occasions she's had these giant right. statements. I also just hate a really big earring, especially on an older woman, because eventually it stretches out your ear. Uh-huh. And it, I can't even look at the earring because all I'm seeing is like this giant ear hole that's like being pulled <laughs> down by the weight of the earring. It's gross. Don't do it, guys. Okay. Point taken. Thanks. Um. Yeah. I mean, he says... Like she said, like, you know, were those just words when he said that they're, you know, these things about the relationship? He says, no, he meant it. Like, <laughs> no, he it's didn't. It's just, he just says so he many things that are contradictory. Ways. Yeah. You can't have it both ways and say, like, his heart was always with Lauren or, I, I, you know, he can't go back to Lauren and try to minimize whatever happened with Becca, but then minimize his feelings for Lauren when he's talking to Abby. I, I, he's just be really dishonest so wishy-washy and dishonest and just and like becca said actually speaking speaking of them that he's totally manipulative and selfish and a narcissist and i really enjoyed her unloading on him yeah i thought that was really well put i mean it's very true she's right yeah i mean it's all about it's all about him and uh the way he, he 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 spends things in a way that makes them kind of go along with it or or see it in a slightly different way Instead of for what it is, which is him just doing what he wants all the time. Looking out for Ari. And 
you know, kind of going back to her comments earlier in the season where I didn't like how she put it, but she had a point um, when she was saying that maybe he always goes after single moms because he needs to feel needed. I don't think that he always goes after single moms because he needs to feel needed, but I think he goes after that kind of personality of personality that he goes. I think the fact that they're single moms is not related, but I think he does go after somebody that he feels like needs him, which is validation then for his choice for Lauren right because I yeah, feel like she's for sure much more needy for, I mean Becca's so I kind of all of this strong kind of and goes. assertive I was actually very perceptive of her to to see that yeah um and I I think he does that because he's not a confident person himself and it makes him feel more manly right you know and he also doesn't want somebody to challenge him he does he doesn't want to be challenged he wants Somebody who will just kind of float through life with him and be boring. Yeah. And I don't even think of Becca as a particularly challenging person. I just think she has a personality and she's fairly confident. Right. Which I think needs to be pretty minimal for it to work for Ari. You know, he needs he needs a pretty low level when it comes to uh, strength of personality. <laughs> he needs no confidence, no personality. <laughs> just don't talk. Please don't talk. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, what else? I mean, they brought Becca out and Becca kind of talked about how she'd been dealing with things and she seemed nervous. And then they brought Ari out to talk with her. Right. I could tell she was having a hard time expressing herself. And I think Chris Harrison kind of tried to help her out a bit. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot to process. to and in front to, of everybody. Yeah. I mean, and... I mean, she already went through all of this. I just can't imagine going through the whole breakup with all of the crew and everybody there. I mean, I think it's, I mean, obviously the breakups that they go through in general in the season. I mean, I'm sure having all those people standing around while you're doing that isn't great either. But this is next level. But I feel like next level, you've got someone that you, you've been engaged to. I mean, it's Talking like, about having kids with. Yeah, it's been like stuff. a month and a half. You've gone back and forth. Like, like I thought it was interesting. They started talking about how they've actually, I forget who brought it up. Maybe it was her, um, that they had been looking at houses and like yeah. she was planning on moving there and all these different things. I mean, they like did they a were lot of things plans for the future. Which and to then me, he if, if he's like in the back of his head, like back and forth, like why is he make, why is he making or pushing for that because to happen? He's spineless. You know, because he was like, Oh, well I haven't pulled the plug yet. And Lauren may not want me. So I'm just going to keep going ahead with this one until I know that I have her lined up, which, Made that whole thing a sham when he was pretending to have a panic attack before he went to her house. Like, whatever. I'm like, you know and I know that she's happy to see you. There is no way they would have had the lead go all the way over there, like fly over there with a camera crew. Uh, That would have been good TV if he got rejected. Yes. (laughs) That That would have been the ending. That we would have been for. That I need and that I deserve, frankly. But no. (laughs) Of course not. That would have been great. I I mean, we, I think we all knew that she was going to say yes and that they still would be together. And then, Oh, I'm like reading the notes. And so then when they, when they're talking, uh, on after the final rose, he says, you know, it kills him to see her upset. It makes it so much harder because he's been in her shoes. He like, he has not been in her shoes. Not, I mean, not to that degree. No, he was upset and he was probably embarrassed that he, 
got that far and he thought he was going to end up with somebody and he didn't but, but it's, it's not the same like this no it's not the same as somebody actually proposing to you and you starting to actually plan a life and and to to start to make concrete plans to be married and, and to start a family and all that stuff with yeah. somebody it's not the same and it really made me mad that he said that it, it just shows that you can't really step outside of yourself you know right. like he doesn't get it no he does not get it um, I, and then he goes on to say he feels a bit like a monster right now, which I think we could I all think agree with. Everybody at home was like, "You are, yeah." Like, leave it at that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then they show him going to Virginia Beach to see Lauren, and why is she we back in Dallas? Care. Why is she what? Why isn't she back in Dallas? It's been months since the show. What's she doing in Virginia? She Beach? was saying she was spending time with her family because she was processing and she was upset and. Okay, it must but, be really nice to have just like months of time. Yeah, I don't Where know. Where do people get this time? Like, well, because to take remember six they weeks on the show. Remember, he said that they talked, or she said, I don't know. It came up that they had talked on New Year's. Yeah. So, if they talked well, on New Year's, he had told a lot of people, or it had gotten out to a lot of people before Becca found out that he was gonna dump her and go back to Lauren. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think he basically decided after New Year's, after mm-hmm. he talked to her at New Year's. Not cool. Yeah. So not cool. Um, Yeah. He starts, you know, when, when he's talking with Becca, you know, he said that she was the logical one. She would make, it bothered me that he kept saying she's a logical one. She would make a good wife instead of being like, she would make the right partner for me. He keeps yeah. saying she, like, it's like. I want someone to be my wife, to be the mother of my children. It's just kind of like to that. check off the boxes of what. Yeah, it and just also what really makes a bothered great wife, me. You know, what makes a great wife? Like, what makes one woman somebody who you would say that about versus another woman? Well, I just feel like there's never been a point. I don't. He didn't think, say that about Lauren. No, but I think in general, though, this whole season, I don't feel like he's talked, and I and I think. Maybe it was Ben H's season where he did. I feel like we've had bachelors that have talked more about like, I'm looking for like my soulmate and my partner and all this different stuff. And he always was, and Ari's always just like, I'm looking for my wife. And yeah, because he's ready for a baby. Yeah. It just, and it, it felt it wasn't very just that different. He was talking about my wife. It, he didn't really talk about what that meant to him. You yeah. Know? It didn't add that, that color to what that really means and what that looks like for him. Yeah. I don't know. So that really, God, he's such a loser. Bothered me. All right, man. Oh, God. Where do you even go from this? When they brought Lauren out. Uh, Let's talk about that. Uh, What the fuck? (laughs) That was the weirdest part of the whole thing. Because, like, she comes out and she's like, oh, I'm so excited. Now we finally get to be a couple out in public. And she was doing, like, the, the typical after the final rose thing that the girl who gets proposed to does. And it's like, you don't get to do that. You had a weird season. Breezing like, on past the fact that all of this drama had yeah. happened and just like, no, oh, now we can like, be she public should, about she should be, love. She should like, be initially coming in saying, you know, oh, like, you know, I was I was initially not ready to take him back or I didn't know what I would do. But, you know, even I, if whatever. she was excited to take him back, she still should feel shitty about how all this stuff happened. Like anybody she with a basically, She would, didn't say anything about with Becca like no yeah she's just sitting there talking I mean they are perfect for each other honestly like they are oblivious in their own world yeah Yeah. and everybody all the other women kept saying like 
this is all on Ari. It's not on her. And like 90% of it is on Ari. But the way that she behaved at, at the after the final rose was honestly disgusting. Yeah. It so was... glib and just like smug. And you, I, I felt like she had that look on her face like, I won. I got the guy. I got him in the end. You know, like it. It didn't happen how I planned, but look at me now. And I, I feel like she has it in her mind that this is some kind of, that this is romantic how all of this stuff happened. Do you know like, what I mean? No, not romantic at all. I don't like, think. she looks at this as like the dramatic ending to a romantic movie where there are obstacles to their love and all that. Like, I, I feel like that's what's going on in their minds. And they have this like us against the world right. thing that's like kind of a turn on for some couples. Like, that's what I, that's the vibe I got when I saw them talking about this because they just seemed delusional. They, they seem to be like in their own little world of sorts. And, you know, Jason kept saying about how horrible it was and, and they just seem like they don't care. They're like, yeah, we're totally going to Europe, but they didn't even seem like <laughs> we're going to Europe to get away from all of this. I mean, they kind of said that, but the yeah. vibe was just like, we're so in love. We're going to Europe. You know? It yeah. was Weird. It, it was, was so, so weird. strange. It was. I was like not what I was watching? expecting. I thought that she would have kind of the normal feelings of. If, I mean, if I were in her position, and I chose to go back with him, it's like you may be happy because you're with the person that you wanted to be, and in that sense, it played out the way that you wanted, even though it wasn't perfect or or whatever. But there would still be a part of me that's like, but this is a really bad situation. And, and somebody else got really hurt that in theory, she was supposed to be friendly with. Yeah. I mean, and she didn't and seem it, to care about that at all. It doesn't seem like they're super tight, but, but it's just weird that she didn't even try to make some sort of nod to smoothing yeah. things over or understanding where she was coming from. Very cold. Oh, she was just, you know, in Ari La La Land, they were all snuggled up. And, and when they went, between the two segments, like when they first talked and then they went to the commercial break and they came back. When they went to the commercial break, they like kissed like three times it was before disgusting. it like closed out. It was over the top and inappropriate. I, I, was just, I was really annoyed. And then they got engaged. I could, oh God, Golf him proposing to her was disgusting. I just, the whole thing, just, ugh. The whole idea of someone not realizing how silly it looks so to come down. up with two proposals in this brief window of time like that's a that's a first I felt like he was doing it because that's what she wanted because to save face she felt like that needed to happen but remember she said when he went to go win her back or whatever she said she wanted to happen sooner rather than later didn't have to happen on the show no but I was trying so and then I'm sorry who are the fools in the audience that are clapping for the shit because like sit down don't clap well, this is not a clapworthy event. So, with Jason Mesnick's season, mm-hmm. he, like, the the original winner, did he propose or did I don't they? think so. Okay, I didn't think so I, either. I, it's been, I mean, it's been a long time, so I oh, could, I I could to, be like, wrong. But my understanding is that he and the girl that he picked had been having some problems. And on the after the final rose, he made it clear that he felt like they should break up and he wanted to get back with Molly. Okay. And so then they brought back Molly on and she said that she was open to doing that. And so I think they figured all that stuff out after, you know, like they made it clear that they were going to, to give it a shot, but they didn't get, I don't think he proposed to her. Yeah. I didn't think so. Okay. So I feel like the fact that this season had the whole switcheroo thing and two engagements, I mean, they had ridiculous. They had the month or whatever. I guess this happened in the middle of January. 
they had a month or so in the meantime that I guess he's been with her. But still. Still. Like just just read, read the engagements. room. Man. Just read the room and don't do it. Yeah. Save it for save it for later. I'm I don't know. I'm very curious. I do think that he did it to make her happy. To make her less embarrassed. Yeah. You know? Still to make it more clear that like he really wanted to be with her and that he wasn't that he was totally over Becca, which they kept rubbing in about just how he totally wasn't even thinking about her anymore. It's like, well, it's clear you weren't thinking about her. You're thinking about yourself. <sighs> Disgusting. So awful. Um, is that, enough, that? is that enough about Ari? Yeah. Then we get our announcement about the Bachelorette. Yeah. <laughs> I was happy it was her. I mean, that's who it seemed like natural that it would be her yeah. i guess the only thing that made me think maybe it wouldn't is just that they film so fast um but right. I guess she's had a month or so month and a half i was to, curious to deal with this i was curious when they were talking with her and a lot of how she was approaching her answers and seeming very understanding or trying to um not not make excuses for ari but the way she was trying to like be understanding of the different sides he was considering or what, I don't know, whatever. I it just seemed fact very that she managed to keep her cool. I mean, she, she kept saying this is fucked up, you know, when he was dumping her, but she never really lost her cool. And she also never let it be seen on the show that she was angry at the show. And so all of that combined with, you know, Chris talking to her about, was she ready to move on and all of that stuff made it pretty clear to me that they were setting her up yeah. to you. So I wasn't surprised and I no, felt I was like happy. I was, I, and I think she'll be, I think she'll be good for it. I think, you know, we were saying like, we'd love to have seen CN. We didn't feel like they were going to probably pick her. I don't want it to be her just because I want her to go off and be smart in the world. Not that Becca's not smart, but I just, I don't know. She went to Yale, like let her go off and have an actual career and like move on from the franchise. And maybe she'll pop up every now and then on like a special or, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want her to go to paradise or to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, look what happened with Rachel where I was so excited for her to be bachelorette. And then I feel like it kind of like ruined her for me. Yeah. Well, and then there was a lot of, um, were a lot of people wanting it to be Tia, but eh. I think I mean, a lot of people cooled. I mean, I know some people still really wanted it to be Tia, but I think a lot of people cooled on her when she started tattling on everybody all the time. Yeah. So I think it's not a good look. I'm sure we'll see her. Oh, we'll see her in paradise. in paradise. So I think things played out the way that they should. I am not a big fan of them kicking off the season immediately that that thing that they did again this year with I them mean, trotting out. It, but I mean, it's, it's okay. It's just, it doesn't really accomplish anything. I think and they, they are so hasty and scrambling around. Everybody's running around like chickens with their head cut off, trying to get the set set up. You yeah. know, it was, and weird. it's, and it, like, it doesn't really accomplish anything. It just parades out a few of the guys, which we will then see come out again. Um, the, gu- the guys this time around, who do we have? Last time it was Eric and Dean were the ones who were out in the beginning yeah. that actually made it for a while. Wasn't, was Iggy one of them? Why do I think he was? Maybe. Yeah, I think he was. I forget. I forget who else. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and I, what's I his mean, name? The one with the girlfriend who went home. Oh, Demario. Demario, I believe, was one. Oh, 
Oh, good old Mario. But yeah, it's it's funny to see these guys come out and and right now we're just like, oh, look at these guys. But soon we will know all about these guys. Oh yes, um, which is crazy because I mean we're already um, approaching mid March, and this is in May. It's very soon. What was that guy's accent? I could not place it. I think it was a British accent. Was it? But like a like that a, was but like a dialect, you and know, I, like not just and like he's the guy. I think that I couldn't place his name because it was just there's a lot going on. I didn't bother paying attention but to anybody's names. He had a lot to say. I, I wanted to be him. like you have to streamline your approach to, for when you start the show. Yeah, reel it in a because otherwise you're gonna have your like hot second with the Bachelorette and you're not gonna even be able to get through a sentence because he. Just, I liked it, but it was just too long. Yeah, you know. Um, uh, and then we had the the hot banjo guy. Yeah, I liked him. And we had who else? There was one more person. Oh, the guy who came in and was just talking about how great she was. Well, and it was um, awkward because I mean I felt like after one of them came in and acknowledged like her heartbreak from the show, then all of them felt like they needed to do that. Okay, but what else are you gonna say when all of this stuff just happened? I know, but it was just kind of I don't know. Uh, and then the oh. guy. And I like, so the first guy, I like that he said, um, the one we we're saying had the accent. That Ari was a wanker. Yes, but he was calling him Ari. <laughs> Ari. Yeah, which I loved even more. Um, I, there was some other guy named Chase. I don't I didn't write anything down about him. Um, and then Darius. Oh, Darius, who wanted to apologize on behalf of his gender. Yes, which that's, I really that, that was his thing. And then uh, the guy Chase who showed must up. must have been the banjo guy. And then the guy who showed up with the, uh, the with horse. With the horse, but not on the horse. And then made her get on the horse with her dress with the slit and, and heels and stuff like that. No. It's if like, you're going to bring in a horse, you be on the don't horse. Don't bring in don't a prop make and her. make me do like Especially, like, or chances, are, a horse. chances are these ladies are not going to be wearing something where they want to hop up onto, I know. You know, onto a horse. If I were her, I would have just been like, I'm going to pet the horse, but I'm not getting on the horse. I would have refused. Yeah. And they would be like, let's cut to a commercial break. I mean, you're basically signing up for whoever's over there to like get a free show. Yeah. No, thank you. It looks like been great if they, they put up the bars like they did with Jillian. You were yeah. Jillian. Hot tub oh, Jillian. No, the, not hot tub the, Jillian. The, <laughs> like the black box. Yeah. The, yeah. With the black box. Um, Love it. Yeah. So I think they said that the premiere is on May 28th. Like, I guess it's mm-hmm. usually, is it usually Memorial Day, isn't it? Memorial oh, it's always Day Memorial Day. That's why I'm never there, because I'm always traveling on Memorial Day. Don't do it. But I'm not this year. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. America thanks you for your service. You're welcome. I will be there. Good. <laughs> good, good, good. I guess that's kind of it, right? Yeah. I feel like. I feel like there's going to be more to come out of this, I think, in the coming weeks. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's going to be a lot of articles. A lot of I articles. Mean, Hopefully, we'll get some inside, inside scoop. Um, we'll, you know, keep our eyes. We did see that article. Um, somebody posted on Twitter about uh, Ari being weird with his ex and saying something to her parents, implying that he was bummed out that she didn't come to be on the show to try to get back with him or something like that. Yeah. What a weirdo, man. Lots of strange things. I feel like we'll get some more dirt. We'll see. Um, I want all those skeletons to come out. I know. All of them. I know they're out there. So our goal, so we have several months, obviously, before we kick off The Bachelorette. Um, we have some folks that we'd love to get in to do some interviews with. We'll see if we can get that um, happening yeah, so in the meantime. Maybe popping back up before May. 
I mean, but. we always talk much about and have yet to do our bachelor book club. I mean, yeah. you just well now know. we have two books that we really. I mean, there are a lot of books that we could get to, but now I really want to do Courtney's book and Amy Coffin's book. Right. So I put Courtney's to the side because I started focusing on instead watching Ari's season instead of watching instead of reading the yeah. book. So I have that, but now we got Amy Kaufman's book. So yeah, so I feel like we could do a little. Well, now that there's not series. ten hours of The Bachelor every week, we have a little more free time. I know to we'll do have things, we'll, we'll go on a little bit of a detox, and then you know you might see us pop back up with some other yeah. stuff. If you are not already, make sure you subscribe to our podcast because yeah, then you'll know all the different platforms. Because regardless of what's on your TV screen or not, we'll find you. Yeah, um, you down. Yeah, so we're on. Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Play, we're on Stitcher, we're on SoundCloud. Uh, we're trying to get on Spotify. Spotify is real shady about getting... Uh, really? Yeah, you submit your uh, info in and they just kind of approve get around you if they want to. Yeah, so maybe someday we'll be on Spotify, but yeah. right now we're not. Well, look, we're um, on plenty of other we're things. We're on plenty of other platforms. you guys can figure it out. Um, but so we'll be back soon with something fun for you guys. And if, um, if nothing else, we'll definitely chat with you guys when it's bachelorette time yeah. if you guys see anything fun and you think maybe we've missed it then just make sure to add us on twitter yes we are Please at accept this pod yeah um yeah so we will talk with you guys soon yes we will all right bye for now <laughs> connect with us on twitter at accept this pod where we live tweet episodes and share updates on bachelor news also subscribe to us on apple Podcasts, stitcher soundcloud and on google play if you love us, take a minute and leave us a lovely five-star review. Nothing makes our day more. We'll talk to you soon.